0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
1: It's the Score North Twin Show.
2: A driven to right field, are going back just to the wall. That
1: ball is gone.
0: Kepler, on the second pitch of the game, breaks an 0 for 21 streak.
2: Driven to right, down the line, and deep again. And gone, a two-run home run for Max Kepler, and it is three to nothing. Here the drive to center field. Our team going back. Max Kepler has three tonight. For the second time, he's hit three home runs in a
0: game in Cleveland. All three against Trevor Bauer, and it is five
1: to one. Three bombas, exactly as heard on Fox Sports North. No sound effects added. This is the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. I'm Rami McLough, along with Derek Wetmore, our Twins reporter. You can find his thoughts on the Twins at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app in Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. And Minnesota's long nightmare is over, Derek Wetmore. They broke the losing streak. Uh, and topped the Indians last night, 5-4. to four, We were all very nervous. Great So nervous. Very, very... So, when so it got nervous. down to 9.5. I mean, I really that's single thought, I really thought the Indians were making a push. I thought the Tribe was making a push on the Indians in the AL Central. But uh, they hold them off. They leave Cleveland with a 10.5 game lead. That'll do. I, I think... You <laughs> think? <laughs> I think in the first week of
0: June, you feel pretty good about that lead. We'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. But, boy... That Indians club did play a couple of good ball games and made it interesting last night even against the Twins bullpen. And I know we'll talk about the Twins bullpen today.
1: Yes, we will play America's favorite new game show. Did the Twins bullpen do its job? And I understand kind of the angst and the anxiety around losing to
0: the the team that's chasing you. But go ask every Indians fan, who'd you rather be right now? (laughs) I mean, ask all of them. Right. Ask all 14,000 people that showed up at the ballpark this week to watch the Twins do battle against the Indians, and they'll all say they'd rather be the Twins. Big lead, great lineup, ammo to make a move if you want to improve the starting rotation or if you want to improve the bullpen. Not to mention plenty of runway that you don't have to
1: make the move yesterday. You don't have to make the move tomorrow. I think what made the back-to-back losses a little... A little harder than 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 they would normally be is losing out in the Craig Kimbrell sweepstakes in the midst of that and your bullpen costing you a game while you were losing out on the – literally while you were losing out on the Craig Kimbrell yeah. sweepstakes. No doubt, but, I mean, I put a video on And there up was an off day, so that was three whole days without a Twins <laughs> win. And Twins fans, just we're not are, used to that. they're just not used to that at this point in the season. Like, honestly, not since
0: they reported to spring training, I would guess. Right. I mean, we're talking mid-February. So you'd even have to go back further than that. Gosh. They haven't lost 3 games all season. It's incredible. 3, three games in so a you'd row. You'd have to I go back to last September season. until you've had, you know, 3 losses
1: there. They maybe. only lost 2 in a row 4 times so far this season. I'd say that's pretty good. Just one's twin. just one Twins team has gone longer without losing 3 straight this late into the year. That was 1970. They dropped 3 in a row June 17th through the 20th. Good team. Yes. Good team. I uh, hear.
0: Uh yeah, the those were good Twins teams. I I don't know, man. I just don't get nervous about this stuff. I don't get th- that nervous early on. I put a video up on Score North social media. I mean, you didn't media. even look at the standings till a week ago. Imagine my elation when right. I saw exactly. amid yeah. all the consternation and all the debate about who's driving the Bomba bus and all this crap going mm-hmm. on that I, I crack open the newspaper and they're 10 games up on their closest competition
1: Please. By the way, today we're splitting duties on driving the Bomba bus on the Score North First Place Twins show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. I'm here for hour one. Judd Zulgad is here for hour number two. And Thad Levine joins the show at one twenty. Is Thad Levine driving the Bumba bus in the second hour, or is it still Judd? If he asked for the wheel, I'm handing the wheel over to Thad Levine. <laughs> I don't feel I have the authority to say no, sir. No, he's one of the architects of the first place twins. He yeah, can exactly. do whatever he wants. If he asked for the wheel, he can have it. Okay, But you're going to pry it from my gold, gold dead hands <laughs> to right. give it over to Judd. Well, sorry. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean, all this debate and angst and anxiety over how they need to improve. I put up a video on Score North on Twitter, at um, Score North. S K O R North. And I get it. I totally empathize with why you wanted Craig Kimbrell. And we could even have a level headed debate, as we did on Wednesday, about whether that makes all the sense in the world, to just pay money instead of prospects and money mm-hmm. to upgrade your pitching staff. And I get all that. That's not I'm I'm not missing something there. But now that the Craig Kimbrell domino has fallen and now that the Dallas Keichel domino has fallen. I just am not worried about the Twins being able to upgrade this pitching staff if that's what they decide they need to do. On one hand, they got here. (laughs) They got here with this current collection. Let's not overlook that. They're more than a third of the way through the season, and they're one of the best teams in baseball. So I don't want to just breeze past that. However, I'll grant you that you'd feel a lot more comfortable with a deeper and more top-heavy pitching staff in October. Once you get there, you'd feel more comfortable with it. I'll totally grant that. I just think there's a number of ways that you can do that that didn't all run through closer Craig Kimbrell.
1: I think that you can do that on the trademark. I will say this. It's not the end of the world that they lost out on Craig Kimbrell. But A, I would have paid that. To, to get him, and we debated this on, was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday we got, I said level-headed, but it was a little... Uh... And you said you wouldn't go into a third year with Craig Kimbrell, and apparently that's that was a hang-up for the Twins That was the deal breaker. as well. Um, I would have done it. But now that they haven't, I do feel like there is some urgency to add to this bullpen oh, and, really? and to do it somewhat soon. Interesting. And not not waiting until the July 31st deadline. I, I feel like you can't let that 10-and-a-half game lead in the Central... Fool you because, A, the longer you go without adding to that bullpen, the more you're going to rely on guys like Taylor Rogers doing what he had to do last night to squeak out a win against the Indians. Giving up more home runs. Which is go two innings and, in, I think, 34 pitches. Mm. And, B, the longer you wait, the more guys that are going to go off the market, and there's going to be a run on relievers. There's always a run on relievers. And once that first domino falls, things usually start to happen fast and furious. You don't want to get left with the scraps.
0: Yeah, I get that, but you're also probably one of the most poised
1: to pay for that. Sure, I, but once they're gone, what 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 does it matter if you're poised to pay?
0: Okay, but how many are there? Like, if there's one, then
1: the we'll market's to gonna later. be crazy. Five thoughts
0: at twelve. Yeah, of with course.
1: Some of the uh, relievers who we're gonna talk about
0: market. who's available and all of that, and what the Twins could and should be willing to pay. Because I think you guys are crazy willing to trade some top prospects for relievers, but that's we'll save all that. Mm-hmm. I think. The perception is, and that's why I put this video out, the Twins Minute on, on Twitter at Score North, or you can find it on my Twitter handle at Derek Wetmore. The reason I put that video out is because I think there are people who are anxious, nervous, that, well, Now that he's gone, boy, you're running out of opportunities to fix it. And I just don't think that's the case. I don't think think
1: you're running out of opportunities. I think there's a
0: dozen guys who could help this bullpen, and you'd just be happy to trade a good prospect for him.
1: I'm more concerned about the long-term effect of waiting to add to that bullpen in terms of wearing down the arms that you already have. Sure, The good, high-leverage arms that you have now, you're asking more of them than maybe you should. So
0: is it Cleveland that... That's scaring you here, or are you talking for locking up home field advantage, like, throughout?
1: No, I'm talking about having effective relievers in October. I'm talking about I'm talking about Taylor Rogers and Trevor May and Blake Parker being effective in September and October, I, along I, with whoever they add. I think we're already kind of seeing them brace for that. I think there have been some
0: games, I think back to the Angels game, for example, when they could have gone to Taylor Rogers. That was at Target Field. I want to say it's like a month ago now, three weeks. I don't know. Time flies when you're in first place, but... I'm thinking back to that game at Target Field, the Angels in a key spot in a close game. That's, you know, you want Rogers facing Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Andrelton Simmons. And they went to Mike Morin. They went to, I'm not saying the last guy in the bullpen, but they definitely went to somebody you'd consider a secondary option to Taylor Rogers, And I, I feel like that's all part of the plan here. They're, they're like, well, we got a big lead Yes, wins are important. Yes, we're going to try to win every game that we can, but not at the expense of burning this guy for October, not at the expense of overworking or overexposing a guy like Blake Parker. I think they're already building that into their formula here for how are we going to manage every game, every series? So I'm personally, I don't, maybe I'm just Mr. Zen, but I'm just not that worried about the bullpen getting run down or that
2: lead starting to dwindle. I'll raise my hand. I want home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want home field advantage. <laughs> right. I don't want to have to go to Minute Maid you know Park what? for a game five in the LDS okay. or Yankee Stadium for a game seven in the ALCS. I
1: don't know if I want home field advantage because they didn't put a roof on it. Oh, and I don't know how much of an advantage I'll that I'll is. I'm Team Manny. I don't know how much of an advantage that is to be will, here playing in the freezing cold of Iowa. I, mean,
2: I will gladly take a game five in the ALDS in the snow? In, in, in the cold <laughs> winds of Target Field, then. Right. Right. in the controlled climate that is mid and May. Park, I don't know. For the I'll Hacks. tell you what, what,
1: Jose Barrios pitching in controlled in controlled conditions. Manny and I will team up
0: then for that October game here at Target Field. Uh-huh. And if you're a little chilly or your fingers start to get <laughs> numb, we'll me. buy you a bomba soda this jacket. Isn't,
1: this isn't about me. I'll take the jacket, but this isn't about <laughs> me. Look, I'm, I'm worried about the quality of play. I'm worried about sure. Jose Barrios know, being able to grip that curveball or that changeup or that slider. I just want I want these guys to
2: be in the best conditions possible <laughs> To play. Manny's point. Mm-hmm. I'd be worried about a quality of play at Minute Maid Park in a game five.
0: That's right. To Manny's <laughs> point, you take every advantage you can, right? I mean, yes. that's this is this is exactly why Judd Zolgat is driving the Bomba Bus and it's not ridiculous. Rami Makloff. Because Judd has this, as much as it expresses itself as sports mm-hmm. paranoia mm-hmm. sometimes, or yes, he's driving the Bomba Bus, but he's also wearing a tinfoil hat while he's doing it. <laughs> As much as it manifests as paranoia sometimes, he has that World Series attitude. He has that, and it's impressive. And it's this it's what Manny just brought up. They're not content
1: to win the division by double digits against Cleveland. I'm half kidding when I say I don't want home field advantage. That's just an opportunity. Man, stick to, to, to get your chops. I put a roof on it. Just, <laughs> I'm glad you yeah, like I've that chilly there. fingers, yeah. though. I got you in the ribs with
0: that one a little bit. <laughs> but this 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 mentality of like oh this is pretty fun to be in first place that's not how the twins should be thinking it's fun for us to think that no, way that's
1: but that's what I'm saying because this it's... is the score north first place twins show live from Bombasota the land of ten thousand exactly right. right
0: where they need to be thinking is what Manny just said home field advantage is something you got to be watching right now I agree with you one hundred percent Manny and I'm still not nervous about like. Matt McGill pitching in an important game. I want to see how that shakes out. I want to see how that develops. And then in July, when the market starts to loosen up a little bit, and the Toronto Blue Jays are like, "Yeah, it's not going to work for us this year," I'm like, "Cool. What do you need for Ken Giles? Let's get that done. Let's pair him with Taylor Rodgers at the end of a tight already game." already made
1: that call. That's that's what I'm saying. On July the 10th, on July 15th. We don't we don't know what this new trade deadline is going to do. There are no moves after July 31st now. So does that speed that's up a good the market? Point.
0: That's a good point. I, you do think, though, there's a number of teams who started the year knowing they were going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Sure. So I think that the market could move earlier, which right. is why I'm not making that call on July 29th. I know as the Twins, uh if if I'm running the Twins right now, if I'm Derek Falvey, I know one thing. We're buyers. We're not standing pat. And the other thing that I know is a dozen teams around baseball that are willing to talk trades for prospects right now.
1: Right. And like I said, I have two concern, well, two reasons why there's some urgency to go out and add to that bullpen. Sure. The more grave concern, that's that's one of them of there being a run on relievers and you ending up with some guy who's, you know, middle of the heap or even some scraps. My more urgent concern is what the long-term effects of overworking this bullpen because you don't have enough high leverage arms at this point, especially if you're going to go out and despite a 10 and a half game lead, go out and try and win every game. Like it really means something because you want home field home advantage. Field. Yeah. 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 And that that's a very real thing. I,
0: I just think they're going to trade some wins for rest. I, I don't know that. Certainly nobody with the twins would ever say that. And you wouldn't have to do that if you had enough high leverage arms. And yeah, we're talking about home field point. advantage. That's a fair point. What do you think happens to the price of elite relievers? If you go, if you call the Giants right now, and they're like, "Okay, another Madison Bumgarner call," and you're like, "No, no, 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 forget that." What about Will Smith? What's that going to cost you? Do you think that price goes up or down the longer you wait, Rami? Because I, I, my sense is, and maybe maybe you got a feeling on this too, having been around a number of trade deadlines here. M- my sense is that it's not going up. Like, if you trade for Will Smith right now. For example, that's just picking an arbitrary name. Then you would pay to make sure, like the Giants asking price would be no one is ever beating this offer. So we'll take this deal today. Cause otherwise the Giants are not in pressure spot. They could say, uh, this is wow, boy, whew, a couple of nice prospects in this package you got here. Let's, uh, let's tell you what. We're going to spend the next 72 hours shopping this thing around, see what other contenders would give us for this guy that you really like and we really like, and we'll get back to you. Let me, let me call you on Monday. Have a good weekend. I, I just think that that price is not going to go up if you wait three more weeks and you, you make
1: that deal like after the 4th of July instead of what June 7th, June 8th, June 9th. No, I don't think the price goes up dramatically because every time, if you just look at it in terms of supply and demand, Every time a close or every time a reliever comes off the market, that's one less team that needs a reliever. So exactly. it, it balances itself out. I don't exactly. think the price goes up. I just think that you want to be, you want your pick of what's going to be out there on the market. You don't want somebody else to go out and get the guy that you really want and then you end up settling for
2: something less. Okay. I can see that. Do you think that they are going to wait? as we get closer to the deadline for more teams to become sellers, because I'm looking at the national league right now. And it's basically like, there's like at least, five teams at, at least teams, record, maybe. at least record wise. Well, in the American league, there's, there's basically like five teams, but in the national league, I'm looking at the, just in terms of record, it's the Dodgers at 43 and 20. And then everything else. I mean, we know like the Phillies and the Braves are good. But then everything else is kind of a jumbled mess. Everybody is like really, really close to each other in standings. So I'm wondering if they're going to wait for more teams to sort of fall out of that mix in the National League per se. That might become sellers as we get closer to, to July thirty first. I
1: do think the Phillies and the Braves will start to pull away from the rest of the East here. Very sure. close. I don't even know how the how the Mets are within five games. Yeah, I'm not feeling great about my Mets right now. I think the Cubs and the Brewers will pull away from the rest of the NL Central. Sure. Um, you don't like the Cardinals? Cardinals might hang around the the wild card picture. Los Angeles is already running away from the West. They're basically in the same position that the Twins are right now. Yeah, ten games up. But I think the Rockies will hang around in the in the wild card picture. So you're looking at. In my opinion, it'll come down to six, seven teams in the National League. Once, once some of these teams start to put the 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 foot to the gas pedal a little okay. bit, I think you're looking at six or seven sure playoff so, contenders in the National League. Well, so that, Manny, that's
2: that's usually how it is. But right? what I'm what I'm saying is, I wonder if they're just waiting to figure out to see who exactly those teams that fall sure. out of the race are going to be.
0: Arizona, are you going to be a contender, or right. might we go shopping in your bullpen? <laughs> You know, I, I do think that's a real possibility. I what, think
2: what happens if the Rockies have an eight game losing streak sure, between yeah. now and July 31st? Are they all of a sudden saying, OK, well, we're out of it. And to Rami's point, too, about the demand going up or
0: whatever, because you're getting you're getting closer to the trade deadline. OK, it's really time. There's only it's a scarce resource. These high leverage relievers but the supply might also go up too. I I think you just said that same kind of idea that it works both ways in baseball economics. In this case, what Manny's saying rings 100% true that if the diamondbacks fall out of it, there's just more tradable assets on the table. Conversely, there's one less (laughs) one fewer contender to go shopping for those closers. So you could make the case that a price on a, on a Ken Giles, the price on a, you know, Race Iglesias goes down because there's only now X number of teams, now it's X minus one teams that would make that trade. Sure. And you're, uh, you're not giving up prospects if you're a five hundred club.
1: I'm sure we'll talk about this stuff with Thad Levine when he joins D Score North first place twins show at one twenty.
0: Okay, who's who's nose goes who's asking Thad Levine their top trade market on the board? <laughs> Judd Zalgad. Okay. Gotta be said. <laughs> He's not in the studio to nose goes it, so sorry. That's the privilege you get as a
2: driver of the Bomba Bus.
1: Tinfoil hat wearing Bomba Bus driver. That'll be Judd Zalgad asking the tough questions to Thad Levine. So Thad, tell point. me, who's your top trade target? Why didn't you sign Craig Kimbrell? And He's what was your final offer to him?
0: Yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm super stoked that we're getting the Twins GM on today to talk about some of these things because because I think there's always something interesting to talk about in a baseball season in June. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed how many more interesting things there are to talk about a first place team. In the first week of June.
1: Two hours of Twins talk on Score North first place. Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. On Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. We'll look ahead. The Twins were just at the site of the All-Star game. Who's headed back there in July? We'll discuss right after this. Let's bat around some banter. Twins. 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 The Score North Twin Show on Score North and scorenorth.com. The Score North First Place Twins Show, live from to the land of 10,000 rakes, on Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. That mobile app, one of three ways you can listen to us on the go. You can type live.scorenorth.com into your web browser. If you have an Amazon Alexa device, just say Alexa, open Score North, and you have the Score North mobile app, which I just mentioned, available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Listen live and on demand via the Score North app. Subscribe to your favorite podcast, rate, uh, leave your comments, and the longer you listen live, the more points you rack up for potential rewards, because we love you here at Score North. It's also your one-stop shop for all written content on scorenorth.com, including uh, Derek Wetmore's thoughts on the Minnesota Twins. What's up now from Derek there Wetmore? There are five Derek thoughts Wetmore. up there right now. Five thoughts?
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about that? And I wrote a little bit about Craig Kimbrell and what's next.
1: Five thoughts coming up, the uh, the audio version of Five Thoughts coming up at about 12.40 here on the Score North First Place Twins show. Five relievers who the Twins could go after now that Kimbrell is off the market. Once again, Thad Levine joins the show at one twenty. Cleveland will be the site of the All-Star Game, Derek. The Twins don't go back there before the All-Star Game, but some of them might be going back for that game itself. ESPN had their way-too-early All-Star projections, and uh, they They have have four Twins, but only one starter. Can you guess who the one starter is? Or have you already looked at the article? I
0: don't remember. Is this the uh, ESPN Sweet Spot blog? Yes. I don't remember if I've seen the specific article, but if you're only taking one, I, I I do think I have a guess. Okay, give me your guess. And it's not ALERA leader Jake Odorizzi. Nope. It has to be American League starting shortstop Jorge Polanco. It is indeed okay, Jorge right. Polanco. Well done. I more- mean, I would
1: have put Mitch Garver in, but that's just me. And they say that that's not an easy decision. I'll read you the paragraph. It says, okay, this is a tough one. Part of the AL's roster problem is that certain positions are crowded with talent, especially shortstop and outfield, but you also have to squeeze two DHs on the roster. He says that baseball reference, six of the top 25 position players in war are shortstops. And at Fangraphs, it's five of the top 18. Neither of those rankings includes Francisco Lindor. Anyway, he says Polanco is second in the AL in B-War and gets to pick here. Sometimes a guy has been so good that you break the 75-25 rule. I don't even know what the 75-25 oh, rule oh, is. Oh,
0: I did see this article because the 75-25 rule is all-stars are selected 75% on what they've done this year and 25% based on track record. Ah, I got it. I don't even know if it's that if it's that high for modern performance. It's like... A guy could be hitting 220, but if his name's David Ortiz and he plays for the Boston Red Sox, he's starting in the All-Star game. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Francisco Lindor is starting at right. shortstop exactly, the American League exactly this year. Right, that's exactly my point. Um, Especially
2: with the game being in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, you got to think that uh, Rob Manford has at least a sliver of a marketing mind to him. I, I don't know that for a fact, but you've got to think he or one of his advisory council members. And do they
1: have anybody else who would even be an All-Star Cleveland at this Cleveland? point? I don't think they do. Brad Hand. So you're going to have an Indian in the starting lineup, and if it's going to it's going to be anybody, it's going to, well, Brad Hand might, but he's not going to start the game. right? Francisco Lindor is probably going to be the start. Are going to use a- an opener in the All-Star game? I was game? just going to say. <laughs> pretty good. That'd be I, weird. Is going to use an opener? Sign me up. <laughs> as unfair as it may seem, though, Francisco Lindor might be your starting shortstop for the All-Star game. Yeah,
0: week. and that would be, they would be hosing Polanco with that, in my opinion. Absolutely. He's been fantastic. I pulled up his numbers just to have it. Whew. So he's got 260 plate appearances. So we're not quite half a season. 10 home runs, 40 runs scored, 32 RBIs. But then where it really gets interesting is the uh, 336 batting average with a Joe Maurer 400 on base percentage and a 582 slugging. He's got to still be leading the world of shortstops and slugging. And the last time I checked, which is about two weeks ago, huge, huge lead in that department. Tim Anderson was up there. Um, maybe Simmons was on that list, if I remember correctly. But Jorge Polanco is uh, one of the most powerful shortstops, has been this season. He's done okay in the field, and he's starting to get name recognition because he's on the first place Twins.
1: I That, that would be shortchanging the guy if he wasn't starting. The Absolutely. Oh, he deserves to be the starter. But we just talked about the way that this thing works and add on the fact that Cleveland's only good player is Francisco Lindor, who plays shortstop, and the game is in Cleveland this year. That's almost, almost, a Judd Zulgad-level
0: sports conspiracy theory, but it just holds enough water that I can't even argue with you.
1: I would not be at all surprised if that's what we're looking at in July.
0: Right. If everyone comes together and acknowledges, yep, Jorge Polanco's having a better year... Also, we got to
1: remember this is a fan vote, right, for the starters? They do. It's a weird election Sure. now. Baseball trying vote, to get
0: cute and clever. Fan
1: vote plays a heavy part in it, and that's, Francisco yeah. Lindor has name recognition amongst baseball fans. For
0: the starters, for sure. So what's going to happen is they're going to have three finalists at every position, basically. Oh, that's right. And so, I forgot about that. So, so Jorge year. is going to be one of those. I would guess... Frankie Lindor is going to be one of those guys as well. By the way, that play he made last night oh. was just ridiculous. To his backhand? Yeah. He was kind of shifted up the middle playing dead
1: over second base. And I'm not going to play the music again, but that was who baseball hit porn. It?
0: Yeah, who hit that ball? Somebody smoked it. It was like a CJ Krohn or somebody. I remember. We just saw it, too. Somebody on the smoked it. On here on
1: our TCL
0: TVs. In the TCL broadcast. Studios. That's right. Somebody smoked it, but wasn't like a plus-plus runner. If Buxton hits that ball, he's maybe... And Polanco, was he shifting or was he just moving with the pitch? uh Lindor or Lindor, Lindor he was playing up over second base and then there's a runner on first who's going so there's some movement and action and the play gets interesting but then a rocket hit into the short like towards the shortstop hole where you would be sitting if you were a shortstop I guess right. but he shifted moves a step and a half to his right plays it up off his backhand and then just does this ole mm-hmm. over his head as he's falling to the ground and makes this beautiful flip to second base for the force it, it was beautiful it was
1: nothing short of amazing. And and when, he the just guy, made a, when the guy's healthy, he probably is the best shortstop in the game. Yeah. But he hasn't had the best season amongst shortstops in the game. Right. Jorge Polanco has. Yes,
0: I agree with that. I don't think that Jorge will be the only person in consideration for the game, though. So, if I'm the Twins, I'm not exactly worried about snubs at this point. Right. I think they're going to be pretty well represented in Cleveland, both, you know, They'll get their starter for sure, but you're also going to be looking at some reserves that are going to come off Minnesota's roster.
1: Also predicted to make the all-star game, according to ESPN.com, Byron Buxton, one of four reserve outfielders. They say the best redemption story of 2019, Buxton has excelled after a lost 2018 season, and he edges out Austin Meadows, who's had two terrific months for the Rays, his uh, teammate Tommy Pham, who's been an on-base machine, but they say nobody plays center field like Buxton, and he has produced at the plate.
0: Yeah, you almost feel for Rosario there because Rosario was knocking on the door of the All Star Club last year mm-hmm. and the Twins were kind of bad and Barrios made it. And deservedly so, he had a good campaign. I would not argue with that selection at all, but there were a lot of Twins fans miffed that Rosario got snubbed. And I mean, if you're going to pick a Twins outfielder and you're just going on total value, not to mention highlights and name recognition, it's so, like, it's probably got to be Buxton, I would imagine. So
1: for Max Kepler who's having a great year, and for Eddie Rosario who's having a good year, that's you're I mean, not going to take two outfielders off the same team unless they're stellar players, and yeah, neither of those guys is that level of player necessarily. Yeah, and I don't know. I think all three of
0: those guys will play in an All Star game during their Twins career. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I,
1: I don't think that's like really that
0: hot of a take. Um, kind of too bad for them that this is the first year of their awesome competitive window. And they're playing with a guy who's just really completely resuscitated his career and has has been a big name around baseball for three, four years by now.
1: They got Jayco Arizzi making it. I don't All think good. that surprises anybody. The AL leader in ERA, an eight and two record. I mean, if he doesn't, if he keeps this up and doesn't make it, that would be a travesty, and that would be again one of those name recognition things. I was
0: joking about. Uh him starting the game a couple of weeks ago. It was just for a column, so it was a throwaway line. I was kind of looking for a reaction, but you could have made the case. You could have made the, Excuse me. Could have made the case that he was uh, going to be in line for that because he just didn't give up any runs in May. He's like one one start where he decided it was okay to let the opponent score, and all the other times he took the ball in May, he's like, "No, we're not doing that tonight." That's not going to be one of those games where you score a run on the starting pitcher,
1: and that was it was that kind of game last night. Which yeah. brings us to the fourth and final twin predicted to make the All Star game by ESPN.com, Jose Barrios, with his seven and two record and three two seven ERA. Uh, All Star last year has taken his game to another level this year. Has added the changeup, and that thing was on full display last boy. night. I think Ooh, he threw. I think good. they said he threw more changeups than curveballs last night.
0: Okay, yeah, it sure looked like it based on the swing and misses you saw. But boy, has he been good! Yeah. And may maybe took a little bit of a step back that month, but last night that outing was vintage Barrios. Like, yeah,
2: five of his six strikeouts were uh, on that changeup. Is that right? Last night, yes.
1: Wow. I mean, he was just placing it wherever he wanted it, and and had the Indians hitters guessing. Because they were all looking for breaking ball, he said after the game on two strikes. I guess that's been his MO. They've been that they were and they were told to look for curveball or breaking ball on two strikes, and he was buckling their knees
2: with those uh with the changeup. Yeah, he, he made Jake Bowers look silly last was that night.
0: The lefty that kind of just jumped out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Struck him out three times. I didn't know if that was Bowers, but yeah, that's uh there, there was there was one pitch in particular where I think I want to say it's a 2-2 count. And and I think so because it's like you started to feel like he should probably, he should get it going. Don't tease around the edges of the strike zone right here. So I think it was a 2-2 count to a left-handed hitter up. And he drops that little changeup beautifully, just perfectly on the outside edge of the strike zone. So a way to the lefty arm side changeup that just kind of dropped. And I, Honestly, I don't know if he was looking for a 97-mile-an-hour fastball or what, but his swing was completed when the pitch was halfway to home Mm -hmm. (laughs) plate. And I'm not laughing at him because it was just brutal. What I'm laughing at is like, it's unbelievable that a big league hitter, a qualified beyond belief player to get up there and recognize that pitch and try to get his bat on it was so far off like major league hitters don't look stupid very often and that uh burritos even Barrios, had to smile about that one as he walked
2: off the mountain it was it was a rough night for jake bowers last night he had the he had the sombrero Mm. struck out four times he wore it huh
1: yeah had the sombrero really i didn't even notice that while i was watching over four Wow. wow That's yeah, it was uh, that, a rough, rough night for him. That can't feel good. But when Jose Barrios does it to you, I think you just go, "Yeah, he's he's really good at what he does."
0: Right. I mean, that's the company he keeps. So it, I, I think he'll go. I don't think that it's really. Eh, I don't know if they're going to get more than four guys in there. But if those four went, I think you'd feel pretty good about that as a Twins fan.
2: Yeah. And Barrios Barrios has a reputation because he's been an All Star before. So that's, I mean, you got to think with him sure. the type of season he's having this year. I mean, you talk about him been as a one young ace. already. Yeah.
0: Is there anybody Manny or Rami? I don't, is there anybody you feel like got snubbed off of this list? Somebody that,
2: I mean,
1: four is a lot. I feel for like one there's, a, there's a case to be made for, uh, for you already said, for Rosario in left yeah. field. I think there's a case to be made for CJ Krohn. Okay. Just because. Yeah. 13 bombs. There sorry. aren't a lot of great first basemen in the American League right now. Let me go back and see who they have as the uh, the first baseman on the roster real quick. Because I remember looking at it you and going... <laughs> it's a popularity not. contest, right? <laughs> Luke Voigt from the Yankees. Oh, he's having
0: a great year. Yeah, 268,
1: 379, 521 slugging percentage, 15 home runs, 39 RBI. Well, and is get to just hit a couple
0: infield fly balls over the right field fence in Yankee Stadium. Those numbers yeah. are going to look good at the end of the year.
1: I'm um, trying to see who they have as the reserves. For first baseman. Hang on.
0: The one guy that I thought on on this list, because, you know, you could talk up and down the lineup and so and so's having a great year. Jonathan Scope's having a great year. But Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, I'm not going to stand on a tin roof and jump up and
1: down trying to get
0: people's attention.
1: Carlos Santana making it. I mean, no. his numbers don't pop off the page to me. 286, 405, 510, slash line 11. Maybe it's because they
0: needed to find an Indian
1: starter, and Lindor wasn't in that lineup. But I think they have him as a as a backup. Sure. Well, somebody's got to start the game, right? And, uh, oh, no, oh, he is oh, starting. Santana, I'm Santana. sorry. He is starting. Luke Voigt is coming off the bench.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. They're looking for an Indian starter. I think that's probably a logical conspiracy that we can all just subscribe yeah. to and say it's no longer a conspiracy. It's just truth. But the one guy that I think about in terms of, like, this guy carries himself like an all-star. He should be an all-star. Even though he's been giving up bombs, bombas, sorry. I keep doing that. Motion to not call them bombs on the Score North First Place twin <laughs> show. Um, I'll second my own motion. They are bombas from here on out. A third motion. Thank Taylor you. Taylor Rogers. Mm-hmm. Taylor Rogers feels like an all-star
1: to me. I could see that, yeah.
0: And I I don't know how relievers are going to play. Obviously, he's not a household name. He's not going to get voted into the game by any means, and his numbers aren't going to look awesome. But just in terms of a guy I feel coming into a Twins game where I'm like, yeah, that guy's on another level. That's that's varsity against JV when he's in the game. It's kind of how I feel. Now, maybe that's starting to erode a little bit, the way that the Brewers series went, and did he give up another one last night against Mm -hmm. the Indians? But it's like that guy kind of feels like an all-star to me I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was in the game as they kind of try to string down string a, a line of one inning shut down relievers he's on that list for me
1: I would agree I think there's a case to be made for him I think there's a case to be made for Crone and Rosario those are three guys who weren't on that list but I wouldn't call them snubs sure, I'm just saying that there sure. isn't there is an argument to be made for them to be on the all-star team we talked pre- Season, I
0: think that this was in spring training.
1: I think so. I think you're right. So we were all sitting over in that room
0: right across the hall over there doing a, this five, was thoughts. A five thoughts on who are the likely all-stars, and we couldn't keep the list of five. I think we had nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we had nine guys who – but the caveat was – We weren't far off. I could, right, exactly. You just came up with seven. Yeah. I, where I would say the caveat was, A, we included williams as Estadio just for kicks, mm-hmm. and because if he made it, we'd look like amazing – Secondly, we said I could see this guy right. having an all-star type season. I right. could see it if it breaks perfectly for him. He's in that conversation. So, Mitch Garver. Yeah, I don't even know if I had Mitch Garver on the list to tell you the truth. It's and kinda, if not it's, for it's, the
2: injury, yeah, I was going to say it's kinda he's kinda in the all-star game. Yeah, is he starting? If probably he's, if he
0: doesn't get hurt, probably. I
1: mean, how uh-huh. do you keep Mike Piazza
0: out of the all-star game? How do you keep Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds in catcher's <laughs> gear? Out of the All-Star game. They have uh,
1: Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox starting in the American League. Yeah, and he's a good catcher, and that's fine. I'm not going to—he got
0: hurt. It's unfortunate. But I there's another guy who, if you said, fast forward five years, Mitch Garver's Twins career, does he play in an All-Star game? I would say yes.
1: Real quick, before we break, roster move today, Michael Pineda— Activated from the ten day IL, and it was Smeltzer going back down to the Devin Smeltzer option to Rochester, which is too bad for him. I
0: thought his last start he got a little bit of tough luck, even though he was giving up the home runs. But he'll be back. Mm-hmm. He'll be back at some point. Now we get a chance to see what uh, healthier Michael Pineda looks like when when he's in the starting rotation. They didn't get what they were hoping for the first time
1: around. And what you got from Smeltzer? A maybe showcased if if. You're gonna make a trade in in a month or two. You might have showcased something good there, but if not, you showed that you have a serviceable sixth arm. Fish should depth. should somebody go down some some starting depth? So I think it was a, a positive showing for the kid for himself and and for the Twins as an organization. Yeah, if you're talking about showings, you'd like to see Michael Pineda turned around a little bit. Yeah. Anybody would... need a back end major league starter? Four quality starts in a row before put on he was put on the IL.
0: Yeah, it just didn't look like the Michael Panetta you were hoping to see after the surgery and the recovery and everything like that. And from everything I've heard, the arm's doing okay. The indications I've gotten are this is post-TJ, but don't play this up like it's a post-TJ thing. Right. It's uh, the knee that was bugging him a lot more. And, of course, that's what landed him on the injured list. So he's back now.
1: We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll play uh, America's favorite game show. Did the Twins' bullpen do its job? And five thoughts. Today's five thoughts. Five relievers who the Twins could go after now that Craig Kimbrell is off the market. It's the Score North First Place Twins Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. On Score North on 1500, the Score North mobile app, and scorenorth.com.
0: Score North Twin Show. Have you guys ever wondered what it's like to be a twin? On Score North and scorenorth.com.
1: That's right, everybody. It's time to play America's favorite new game show. Did the Twins' bullpen do its job? Where we find out if the Twins' bullpen... Did its job, and now your host, Derek Wetmore. Derek! Rom, Rami,
0: thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. The Twins did hold off to win last night in Cleveland to salvage a game from that three-game series. They win 5-4 to four against the Tribe, but Jose Brios was kind of dazzling, and then uh, things got interesting. Things got interesting at the very end of the game, so this should be a fun show. We've got Manny Hill, contestant. Um, I'm your host, Derek Wetmore. You guys watched Brios dazzle. We talked about the changeup last segment about how just filthy it was last night and great sign for the twins, by the way, if he's going to be that guy. But this game is not about the starting pitchers. This game is about the bullpen. So after Jose Ramirez reached on a little dribbler to second base that Jonathan Scope bobbled, Rocco Baldelli decided that's about enough for Brios. He was up over hundred pitches. So he went and got Matt McGill. Manny listened closely. Matt McGill walked the first hitter on four pitches. Second hitter, he gave up a single that scored the run that had been on base from Barrios. He does not get the earned run charged to his name, but that is all Matt McGill did before Rocco Baldelli went back and got the ball. What do you think? Did Matt McGill
2: do his job? Uh, He did not retire a batter, therefore... Matt McGill did not do his job. All right. I set you up kind of easy on that one.
0: (laughs) I don't think anyone was going to catch any uh, arguments on that. Afterwards, though, Trevor May came in to replace Matt McGill. His job, in my opinion, I'm not trying to pollute the waters or anything like that here. Yeah, there's runners on base, but now, now you don't want this game to get interesting. Come in, strike some guys out, shut it down. Just, it's over. Trevor May comes in and Roberto Perez on a 1-1 one, one count, lifts a sack fly to score that walk that Matt McGill put on base. The run doesn't go to May, but the run scores. And uh, then afterwards, Leonis Martin popped out to shortstop and Francisco Lindor grounded out. What do you think? Did May do his job there?
2: I'll say yes, he did. Interesting. Now, he, I understand he gave up the sack fly, but it's not his fault that that runner was on. It's Matt McGill's fault. So I think uh, I'll, I'll give I'll give Trevor May I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one. I, I'll say he uh, did his job there. It's
0: interesting too because he's basically trying to bridge the gap there. If you mm. watch the way Rocco has managed his bullpen through the first two months of the season or so, it's not always true. But I would say what what I've kind of started to sense they're looking for is when is the heart of the order coming up? When are when are the best guys coming up? Is it going to be in the seventh, eighth, or ninth? That's when we want Taylor Rogers or Blake Parker. Otherwise, let's get uh, Trevor Hildenberger or Trevor May or Matt McGill or whatever. Let's use these guys as a bridge to the next guy. I'm going to bring up mm-hmm. Taylor Rogers comes in in the eighth inning, clean inning. He starts the eighth inning with the Twins leading. Let's see what was it at that point. It was five to three after May gave up the sack fly. So anyway, Taylor Rogers comes in to start the eighth inning, strikes out Jason Kipnis. Carlos Santana grounds out, and Jake Bowers strikes out swinging. As Manny alluded to earlier, that uh, fourth strikeout uh, put the sombrero on Jake Bowers' head after Jose Brios had a great night against him um, as a starter. However, Rogers' night was not done because he stretched then around to go to the ninth inning, fly out Jose Ramirez, strike out Jordan Luplo. So you has got a two-run lead, your closer on the mound, if you want to call him your closer, they pinch hit Oscar Mercado, who hit a home run off Taylor Rogers Again, a little bit, uh, you're starting to think, why does this guy give up so many home runs? He's elite. But before the Indians can mount a comeback, Roberto Perez grounds out to shortstop to end the game. And Taylor Rogers does get out. He earns the save, his sixth of the season. The Twins earn the win to go, I think, 41-20 and 20 on the season. This is an interesting one, Manny, because it got shaky. I know a lot of Twins yeah. fans were nervous, and they, they were dreaming of Craig Kimbrell. What do you think? Did Taylor Rogers do his job in that spot?
2: I will say yes with an asterisk. Okay. Because this the last week or so with Taylor Rodgers, it's it's kind of like the the uh the 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 gif of the guy, the blinking eye guy yeah. gif where <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh Come again? Man, Taylor Rogers is giving up home runs and hits, and it's been an interesting last week for Taylor Rodgers. So I'll say yes, he did his sure. job because he finished the game, and ultimately the Twins won the game. He got the save, he got six outs, and all that. But yep. it's something to keep your eye on, I think. You nervous
0: because you and I were at that Brewers game that he gave up the bombs, and you mm-hmm. started like we, we were sitting there thinking, "Oh, I mean, this game's over. It's Taylor Rogers, and you've got a lead. Like they're just, yeah. it's done." And home run, home run, and now that's that's not the last time we've seen this. Are you starting
2: to be, I don't know, nervous or worried, whatever the word? I'm not nervous or worried, but I'm just—I'm—it's go- it, something I'm going to keep a close eye on. I think over sure. the next couple of weeks. Just can announcer Ram I'll...
1: Rami chime in here? I first, would love I it if announcer Ram Rami chimed in. That's exactly what I'm worried about. When we're going back to the first segment and talking about some urgency to go out and get a reliever. Sure. I think we're starting to see the wear already on Taylor Rodgers, and I would like to see the load lightened on him and the other arms that you actually can count on right
2: now in the Twins bullpen. And he threw 34 pitches last night. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly.
1: right.
0: So, night off tonight. Let's yep. uh let's wrap the game show cuz I agree with Manny's takes and let's get to five people that you could bring in if you wanted to to uh stem the workload for guys like Blake Parker and Taylor Rogers.
1: This has been America's Favorite Game Show. Did the Twins' bullpen do its job? For producer Manny Hill, your host Derek Wedmore, I'm Rami Rami. Rami Rami. That's no, I'm good. just Rob Ram Rami. Thanks for listening. Now back to the Scored North First Place Twins Show and Five Thoughts. That's right. It's Five Thoughts, everybody. It's an uh, amazing the, transition. The column that was so good, it couldn't just be kept to the written word.
0: And, Manny, we've been looking for a nickname for this guy. I think we just <laughs> Ramy, stumbled Ramy, into it. Rami Rami.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> Formerly the driver of the Bomba bus. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm still driving. But today's five thoughts are five relievers who the twins could go after now that Craig Kimbrell is off the market. Derek yeah. Wedmore. I wish we had more time to talk about this. Cause there are more than five I mean, guys. Feel free to carry it over into the next hour. When uh, we swap
0: out Rami for Judd, when, when Rami, Rami hands off the keys and the actual bus drivers in the studio. Yeah. That'd be right. fun. Yeah. Um. So I think that a guy that I would look at right now, cause Toronto's out of it is Ken Giles. He's having an amazing year. He's pitched in the world series. Everyone's going to point out that how did he pitch in the world series? And I'm going to say fine, but I am buying on stock of, I'm looking for two things right now. Really three, but three is being greedy. Two things, bad team, elite reliever. The third thing, if I can have it, team control next year or beyond. So if you check all three of those boxes, I've already called you. If if you check Agreed. the boxes that I want to satisfy, that's a phone call that's been placed or a text. He's on so the top I of was, my list. Maybe I was G chatting them. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, I guess they don't do that anymore. Google Hangouts. That's Whatever. not a thing.
1: Is that a thing? Are people? Yeah, doing it's that? like that's
0: what the that's what GChat is. I don't think they call it that anymore.
2: But I still do a is column that a thing every people Wednesday. People use
1: though. Oh
0: sure, the I G-chat chat people really? online. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I just all got right. my
2: email open all day. Question for you, Derek. Yes. On uh, Ken Giles. Sure. Would you be interested in a Ken Giles? Marcus Stroman package from the Blue Jays. It's a
0: fascinating thing to dive into. I'm not sure Marcus Stroman checks the boxes that I need checked right now. I just, I if I'm dealing for a starter, and by the way, maybe this would be a fun five thoughts in the future, like package deals, because mm-hmm. I know people have asked me that same thing about Madison Bumgarner and Will Smith in San Francisco. My answer on Stroman is the same as my answer on Bumgarner is like, Man, unless the price is just too good to pass up and I'm adding him as depth, I'm not stoked about it. I I get stoked about top-shelf starting pitchers. If you're going to go get Noah Syndergaard, if you're going to go get Trevor Bauer and bump everybody down, everybody including Jose Barrios down, and you got a new game-one starter, I'm stoked. That's what I get excited about if I'm the Twins. But to me, Stroman's not that guy. It's is like he he's a got some name recognition. A three in this rotation? He's like a four in this rotation. I mean, maybe that's being unkind, but rotations got some really good arms in it. It does. Barrios, uh, AL ERA leader, Jayco de yeah. Kyle Gibson's had some starts, and Martin Perez had a nice run. I'm not. I, I'm not on the camp that says that Martin Perez's run is over. But my point is, you're not trying to replace Michael Pineda right. in October. Right. You're trying to replace. Martín Perez making that game three, or start. Gibson
1: making right. if he has to make the
0: exactly start. whatever right. whatever that case is. So so no, I'm probably out on the package deal, um, but it's something that the Twins should ma- monitor, and it's something they probably will be calling about. I'm feeling we're,
1: we're going to run out of time, and this will carry over to the top of the hour. And by the way, Thad Levine is going to join the Score North First Place Twins show at 120, and uh, Judd Zolgad. Sits in my chair when I get out of here at one o'clock. Will Smith, can I throw him in the ring as one of the five thoughts from the San Francisco Giants? Absolutely, you can. I saw a lot of Will Smith when he was in Milwaukee with the Brewers, and just a a really reliable guy. He he doesn't he doesn't light the world on fire. He doesn't really jump off the page at you or 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 or, or pop on the screen when you watch him pitch, but just very consistent. Very reliable. You know what you're going to get from him when he comes into the game, and has been really good for a bad Giants team this year. It's hard to rack up 13 saves yeah. when you're playing for a team that bad, <laughs> and he has a 2.38 ERA to go along with it. So I, I really would like to see them inquire on a Will Smith. And
0: is he? He's not a big velocity, right? Is, no. I'm trying to think of his Brewers days because he was also somebody I had circled for the Twins back then. I, was that 15 when they made their little run. That might have been the year that I had him on my short list, but it's the kind of arm that you need doesn't necessarily have to be huge velocity. Right. The kind of arm you need is outs and preferably strikeouts.
2: And he's got another year of control, I think. I think so. Let me double check, but I'm pretty sure you're right.
1: Yeah. I just think that. By the way, you have to Google Will Smith Giants. Otherwise, you're going to (laughs) get Aladdin trailers. So (laughs) Jada Pinkett (laughs) facts. I I think that there is enough
0: there that it's worth a phone call that I have to figure out the price. Of course, just like I do with any of these guys, but I love the question on team control. To me, that's a bonus. I think of it as like, I want first a bad team. Well, first an elite reliever, second a bad team. So they'll do business now, but third. And if those boxes are both checked, then I'm also inquiring about, hmm. What's it look like in 2020? What's Actually, it look like no, in 2021? He's a free agent at the end of the year. So a straight up rental. A rental, yeah. Okay. Well, see to me that's not a deal breaker. I would still if the Twins view him as a as an upgrade type arm and I believe that they do, then that would be the kind of move that you could definitely go out and say, "All right, We're not going to have to give up a top flight prospect for this. Like I heard you guys talking about just to throw you on blast before you leave the studio here, Rami Rami. Uh, I heard you guys on Mackie and Judd with Rami Rami Uh talking yesterday. I'm going to work hard to make that stick, Manny. I need your help. Um, On Mackie and Judd with Rami Rami, you were talking about (laughs) trading an Alex Kirilov or Royce Lewis type prospect in a Madison Bumgarner-Will Smith, and I'm just so far out on that. It was in the
1: Stroman-Giles deal. Stroman-Giles, okay, I'm still out on that. One of the two. And again, this has been my stance for a couple of weeks now since we started talking trade possibilities. If the right opportunity presents itself, and there you're getting a reliever, a top-notch closer, and a pretty good pitcher, like a, a two or a three in most rotations, not just for this year, but both with contractual control, Beyond this season, they're going to ask for a top prospect for a package like that, and I'm going to say thanks but no thanks. I'll
0: call somebody else. You can't prospect hoard. Not, no, this, I'm not. I'm this not. isn't I'm the not, time. Uh, this not is not the a time. prospect hoarder. This is not the time for prospect hoard. Absolutely right on the nose. This is not the time to get worried about losing your number seven prospect because one day he might be a big league starter. I'm out on that. But those two guys and I throw Gratterall on this list too. Completely untouchable. Not moving them. Completely untouchable. Give me Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani, oh, and we'll stop. talk.
1: Stop it. I mean, like nobody's stop untouchable. It. Stop. That's crazy talk. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of crazy talk next. Judge Zulgad hops in my chair Ooh, for another boy. hour of Twins talk on the Score North, first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of ten thousand rakes. Dad Levine joins the guys at one twenty. Five thoughts continues right after this.